0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Explode When Defeated presents Discuss All Monsters. I'm your host Wyatt and who is w- here with me today for this episode for the first time <laughs> for, for for the first and last
1: and the <laughs> and and also the next but also the one before this one uh, yeah. just just all the different times. Uh, it's me, Nikki. Hello.
0: Yeah, and we're here to talk about uh, an important movie in uh, the lineage of Toho, and that is Frankenstein Conquers the World, A.K.A. Frankenstein versus Baragon, A.K.A. Frankenstein versus the Subterranean Monster, Frankenstein versus Subterranean Monster Baragon. Frankenstein versus the giant devil fish, which was the original Whoa. US title. Wow that was this this is related to something that I'll get to in the history later. Yeah, yeah. Uh Frankenstein The Horror with the Ape Face in Germany. oh And then Frankenstein Against the World in Brazil. So not too many titles. Right. Uh but, you know, this this movie may not have a lot of like worldwide renown like a lot of the Godzilla movies, but uh We'll get into it. it. It it has a lot of tangled fucking nonsense going on with its history, and yeah. it's pretty great in that regard. And it's one that I've been excited to get to because it's the uh, kind of the precursor to one of my favorite off the beaten path Toho movies, War of the Gargantuas. Uh, and I had never seen this movie, so I was like, "Oh, I'm excited to finally get a chance to watch this to see like." You know, uh, if it kinda holds a candle toward the gargantuas. And uh you know, Nikki, why don't you tell us right off the bat, what are your first impression feelings on this movie? Um,
1: my my first impression,
0: uh okay, I really liked it. Uh th- this is this is yeah. a
1: super entertaining, well paced, just like I don't know, just really good movie. And the 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 big thing that kept jumping out at me in my head while I was watching is is like this this movie is what I'm fucking talking about. That's that's what this whole show is about. All right, <laughs> is is movies like Frankenstein conquers the world it is is the reason why we wanted to venture out past Godzilla a little bit and and talk about just the general monster movie landscape that Toho created because uh, this movie is one completely fucking out of its mind. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> two it actually has a really good like emotional through line that is easy to follow and just like super entertaining to watch uh it has a fucking like i will say like one of at least like top three maybe fight scenes in the entire thing that we've like in in and out of all the movies we've seen thus far the fight scene at the end of this movie is like way up there like not to get too ahead of ourselves but i fucking loved <laughs> that entire sequence uh that this is the type of movie that i feel like this this show is made for uh and i'm super stoked to talk about it i i am uh the th- sounds i mean it's not like top three it's not better than godzilla mothra or king Ghidorah and stuff but uh like those three movies are like cream of the crop uh tokusatsu kaiju films and stuff but this film it's like the baseline this is this is what you want to. this is what you want to hit this is like the the uh uh
0: the platonic ideal uh, uh dude i totally completely agree yeah and i was afraid i was afraid coming in here being like man this movie fucking owns so hard yeah. it was going to be like a controversial take but no dude this this movie is so good. Like yeah. I, I won't necessarily say it's better than War of the Gargantuas, but I won't I won't even say it's necessarily worse than War of the Ooh, Gargantuas. Wow. They're, they're both pretty they're both pretty good fucking movies. I do like War of the Gargantuas a little bit more just cuz um well we'll get into it, but Baragon himself is not a, a pretty much a non-entity for most of the movie whereas uh gyra the evil one in gargantua is, is like a more personable threat you yeah know? like he's not like a he's not hanging out all the time or anything but like he's related to the other gargantua right in a very specific way so that's there's more of a connection there yeah um but yeah no i was like floored i was like wow this is really fucking engaging yeah. Uh, sometimes with these movies, like with things like Atragon or like, um, what are some other ones? Uh, fucking Gorath, which aren't bad movies, but no. like, especially Varan, I had to like play it on fast forward on the website, right. like at 1.5 speed to be like, I gotta fucking get through this, man. Like I yeah. can't, you know, whatever. I doubt the story is going to blow me away with its thoughtful, provoking pacing or anything like that. Yeah. But here I was just like, I was into it the entire time, just like paying attention, being like, oh man, oh shit. I took like a ton of notes. There's yeah. like a lot of history for this movie, so this might be a longer episode. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to go through, you know, the whole movie. Um, so... I want to get right ahead and get right into the history, because right. I think that, uh, you know, there's no personal history with this movie for me. No, like I said, I I've no, watched I, it, and, yeah. you know, we, we already gave our impressions, so let's get into the, the thing that you all come here for, and then you leave, is all the cool trivia <laughs> uh, that we dredge up, that I, I go to places like IMDb and wikizilla and wikipedia and other sources that i can find to dig this stuff up uh but basically all of this movie has to do with something that we talked about all the way back if you can remember that far back in our king kong versus godzilla episode ah i can hear it now the vocal fry on my microphone oh (laughs) what what a beautiful time that was to be in uh, October of 2020. Ooh, I'd hate to be people living there now. <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So after, if you recall, but I will I'll reiterate, uh, the Will O'Brien wanted to create a King Kong versus Frankenstein movie. However, when he took it to get made they were like no we're not doing that we're not going to we don't want to do that how about frankenstein versus godzilla toho was about that and they wanted a monster that was franken's a frankenstein's monster but made from the parts of other uh monsters or like other like animals instead of other humans this was put on the shelf and then replaced with king kong versus godzilla uh, and then that whole thing happened. Yuki Tanaka, the main producer of the monster movie, suggested a Frankenstein versus the Human Vapor movie. The Human Vapor being a earlier Toho film that we didn't cover because it doesn't have a giant monster in it. Sorry. <laughs> Real galaxy
1: brain pick from Tanaka there. Uh... Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was very strange. According to the synopsis that I read... It would have been a movie in which I, I have no idea what the hell happens in the human vapor. I'm sorry, everybody. but <laughs> I guess, like one of the characters from it wanted to contact Frankenstein, the doctor, to get him to somehow save his like girlfriend who died right, know, like a, a character from the human vapor. It's very strange. Uh, then, after King Kong versus Godzilla was a hit, they wanted to do a sequel where finally they're like, okay, now we're going to pick Godzilla versus Frankenstein. Uh, and the script had a lot of similarities with the script for this movie that we're doing. Right. Including like the radioactive heart of Nazi scientists, you know, Frankenstein yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that was absorbed by somebody and then like grew them to giants size. Uh, however, they've felt at toho that the plot didn't make much sense because godzilla was stuck in an iceberg and he got out and i don't know i don't know why now they're like having extreme scrutiny with the continuity <laughs> of the godzilla <laughs> movies but sure whatever yeah the point is they went ahead and made mothra versus godzilla instead which is probably a good choice cuz that's a really good movie that is a fantastic um, movie yeah <clears throat> finally they pulled out this script that had been laying around for many years, and then they crammed it everything together from all these different disparate versions, and they made Frankenstein versus Baragon, a movie that we're talking about right now. So to break it down, Frankenstein versus King Kong became King Kong versus Godzilla. King Kong ended up inheriting a lot of traits from Frankenstein not Godzilla even though he was the one who actually replaced him then Godzilla was supposed to fight Frankenstein in a sequel but Frankenstein was replaced with Mothra then Godzilla was replaced re- with then Godzilla was replaced with Baragon in the movie that was finally starring Frankenstein so that's <laughs> how we're here
1: <laughs> where where's where's my like James Rolfe video Uh, the the like, (laughs) like following this timeline, and so he's got the one on like Rambo and on Zelda
0: and stuff. Like, where's this? (sighs) So, Ishiro Honda wanted to capture the same feeling of tragedy and misunderstanding that made the Boris Karloff movie such a huge hit, making the monster very fearsome but ultimately good-hearted and naive, and something that you feel bad for dying. So, very similar to like the other, uh, a lot of the other monster movies. So, finally. I guess in this one case Ishiro Shiro Honda's on the side of the monsters. He's very back and forth. He really about is. That, if you've yeah, yeah. yeah. He,
1: like, he's uh uh yeah, there's a lot of movies where he just promotes a very inhumane uh look at the monsters and stuff, and then sometimes yeah. it's like, oh will you look at him though? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was very much against humanizing the monsters in the previous movie that we did Invasion of Astro Monster. Yeah. And was like fucking mean mugging the whole time when they did the osumatsu thing. thing. Um, and then, but here though, I guess this was the same year. It was like, <laughs> Oh no, I'm all about the fucking, you know, the sympathetic angle towards the monster. This is great. I guess. Cause you really cannot have a Frankenstein story without yeah. it being sympathetic towards the monster yeah. in some regard
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah so instead of being like a, a wretched rotting corpse of a monster <laughs> uh they made frankenstein resemble a caveman uh and his fighting style reflected that as well using like spears and like throwing yeah. trees and like stones and things like that uh The actor Koji Furuhato was chosen to play Frankenstein because he had a lanky physique similar to Boris Karloff. Right. And uh, this was the only time that he ever played the monster or any monster just at all. Like, they got him, did this, and they're like, all right, well, goodbye forever. I couldn't find any info if he ever did movies again. But if that's the case, then I'm pretty shocked at how good... Right. Like he turned out to be playing the monster. So, you know, thumbs up for him. Of course, Haruo Nakajima is Baragon. Because, yeah. You know, Barragon you know, it's fucking Haruo Nakajima. He's just <laughs> the man that you call in to do the job. <laughs> right. Uh, the Baragon suit was made to be more sleek and comfortable compared to Godzilla, uh, who had been getting slimmed down over the years, of course. Yeah. But uh, Baragon is definitely like, a smaller, more compact suit. Though he's a little tubby, so, you know, there's that. Uh, And he has to be walking on, like, his knees a lot of the times, which seems like the worst kind of hell. Uh, I think we talked about that a bit in our uh, Godzilla Raids Again episode, because Ingress has to crawl around on his knees, and, like, being in, like, a suit like that, and also crawling around... That must fucking suck
1: yeah that's so. actually a, like a big thing I was thinking about while watching this film was uh that uh, uh, <laughs> I was watching the, the the fight scenes and stuff and I was like man it must fucking suck being Baragon. J- just just <laughs> like just having to be on your knees and crawl around and shit and then get fucking pelted with with fucking styrofoam rocks. <laughs> and, and trees and shit. While, oh. while and, and the other guy you're fighting isn't it, like like at least in like uh, other monster films and stuff. At least the other guy you're fighting is actually also in a monster suit, so they're like suffering kind of like as you are. <laughs> but but. Frankenstein's is just a regular guy he's just got a bit of makeup on and shit so mm-hmm. like it's just like man this like, this guy's got it yeah he's just he's just beating me up <laughs> yeah this normal guy This normal guy just, like beating, some makeup. just beating the ever-loving shit out of me and i'm on my knees here <laughs> <And> so, like,
0: <laughs> well um you might have noticed but this fighting was very similar to ultraman it was uh um, like, that's one thing that immediately I was like, oh, it's like that. Uh, yeah. And they would use a lot of the techniques developed in this movie for Ultraman later, including uh, something as simple as filling an empty version of the suit with stuffing. Yeah. With like a light stuffing so that the character can like lift the monster over their head and throw them.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Ultra Q would have only started like a few months after this uh after this yeah. this movie came out so yeah like uh, uh uh we were just right on the dawn of of tokusatsu on tv here
0: yeah and uh speaking of ultra q they immediately cannibalized the varagon suit for <laughs> ultra q <laughs> yeah. right after the movie was done and turned it into the monster pagas yeah and then they also then used that suit for naronga magular and Gabora in ultraman yeah don't know any of those ones but uh i
1: uh, you know i know i know uh i, know uh, well, I mean i i've seen all those and stuff but uh i, yeah. I only remember yeah. noranga cuz noranga has like lightning horns and stuff yeah that's pretty cool yeah he was he was in an episode of ultraman z recently uh oh, uh, yeah. oh
0: you know what? that is happening
1: or not <laughs> i actually maybe yeah <laughs> at, at this point, at this point it's probably over yeah it's probably yeah, just yeah. Recent, just uh, freshly done
0: so of course our old friend Henry Saperstein, uh, the American producer of like all these Toho movies, the guy who puts some white guys into some of the movies like Dogora and division Astro Monster and into this one. Yeah. Uh, he was really into the octopus from King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> yeah, he was like, This is this fucking rules. Yeah. So he wanted them to create an alternate ending of this movie. That involved the octopus for the US audience only. Right. So they made it so that after Frankenstein defeats Paragon, and like, you know, there's this dead corpse there, instead of like the earth caving in and then they both die tragically, uh, spoilers, um, an octopus shows up and kills Frankenstein instead. and And there's like narration that takes it out um that's really fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah i would have been fucking pissed if that was yeah, how yeah. It actually ended yeah yeah hey,
1: yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna break it to you henry uh <laughs> that shit sucks
0: um i don't that sounds like uh, it sucks complete ass yeah and like the funniest part is that they accidentally aired that version of the movie. Damn. On TVs in Japan when it was like being put on TVs. So like people who had saw the movie in the theaters were like, <laughs> "What the fuck? <laughs> That's not how it ended. Why did they change it? Holy shit!
1: Oh my god! They they, they beat Watchmen to it by like twenty years. Uh, yeah, there you go. Holy fuck! Also spoilers for Watchmen. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> if there you've you go. never read that thirty-year-old book. Uh it's good. Yeah, check it out. It's yeah, good. Uh, hey, you know, it, it, it's pretty good. <laughs> if you like Rorschach a yeah. lot, then you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh <laughs> but yeah, I, I am I am astonished at how much history is in this movie because this movie is like yeah. it's like really honest. Ooh, low key. It's like it's unassuming. it's like it it, 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 like, yeah. it, it kind of I feel like from the outside looking in, you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, this is kind of just something that they threw together but actually hmm. watching the movie that's is kind of get, getting more into my like actual into my like overarching thoughts but uh actually watching the movie uh you get the impression this is actually this is a movie they wanted to make for a while i think yeah uh it just feels inspired in a way that uh astro monster wasn't really astro monster i feel like feels not to talk too much smack on it but Astro monster by comparison feels more like, uh, uh an obligation. It's like, well, we got to make, yeah. we got to make the money. We got to put Godzilla and Rodan and Ghidorah into a movie together and stuff and just make it and sell it. And like, they're like hardly in that movie and kind of feels mm. slapped together. Uh, uh, and, and they really wanted to make like a second Mysterians movie, I guess, or like a third Mysterians, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but this feels like something that they, that, that, they wanted to make and that they really had
0: a lot of cool ideas for uh which is super fucking
1: cool yeah
0: okay so without any further ado why don't we jump right in nikki take us away as we start our discussion of the movie proper all right so uh
1: frankenstein conquers the world uh may have uh one-upped well okay one-upping maybe isn't the right word maybe it's uh it's just a different thing if dogura if dogura was inexplicable as an opening for a movie frankenstein conquers the world is completely unfettered just insanity (laughs) i i was i i i uh, i I was i was losing it at at like the first like 10 minutes and just how 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 many places it goes so we start Mm. off in nazi germany uh-oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you mean you the united states of america in 2020 hey oh man oh hey uh
1: yeah it starts off in nazi germany uh there's like a there's kind of like a dialogue uh almost like dialogue free uh scene that happens where this doctor uh this uh this like scientist uh uh is working on uh a thing and then that thing gets stolen from him uh, by the nazis <laughs> uh who, who are like <laughs> yeah. yeah give us this important research we're gonna go ship it off somewhere uh except they say this like in completely like like in pantomime almost like it's very it's, it's yeah. kind of weird yeah. uh and they go and they end up uh going in a submarine and handing it off to another submarine uh uh to a bunch to a japanese imperialist ship uh and then they go and they hand it off to some researchers in japan they open up this like big steel case and it's revealed Mm -hmm. that it has frankenstein's fucking heart in it and that (laughs) is uh pretty pretty big like i feel like if you just kind of flip to this and you didn't even see the title of the movie you'd be like okay what is going on and so (laughs) uh but yeah so so it's got frankenstein's heart in it and uh uh (laughs) and the the people that just delivered it, they didn't know what it was, and they were just like, "Uh, hey, uh, what are you doing with this?" And and the scientists, they were <laughs> like, "Oh, you know, uh, oh, the scientist played by uh 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 the old doctor from the original Godzilla, who's been in like seven of these mm-hmm. movies already. Uh, but it's always oh, it's yeah. always a pleasure to see him.
0: Uh, yeah, I was very happy to see him again. It's been a while. Yeah,
1: it has. It's been a bit. Like we've yeah we've not seen him for the past like several movies. Uh, but. <laughs> But he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're just using this for research and stuff so we can try to uh, revive soldiers uh, that have recently deceased and then create soldiers that can't be killed with bullets. And w- while you're like registering all of this information that's just like hitting you all at once, the building they're in blows up because surprise, <laughs> it's August like 8th, I think, 1945, the day Hiroshima gets bombed yeah <laughs> um and then 15 years pass and you're like and yeah i was i was completely knocked out i I was knocked on my fucking ass like that is the first 10 minutes of this movie uh is is they deliver you the fucking twist from fucking remember me
0: uh but, but <laughs> oh, oh my god i was about
1: to <laughs> they deliver you the twist from remember me but fucking <laughs> 50 60 years beforehand uh <laughs> god damn, damn that stole my joke. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yo, okay okay hold on all right wait wait all right we, we have to i saw remember me in theaters i don't know do you know this i i well, well I, <laughs> yeah.
0: I i don't know that you saw it in theaters yeah but... i
1: saw remember me in theaters and i had no idea that what was going on i saw it in theaters because oh, i was roped man. into it because uh i was trying to hang out with a girl in like uh freshman year of high school and uh we went and saw this movie and uh, uh, she wanted to see it because uh, Robert Pattinson was in it. And it was like, okay, cool. Uh, so mm. we went and saw it. And then the movie ended like that? Where, okay, if you, uh-huh. if you don't know, the movie ends, like, the entire time you don't know, you know, anything. And it just ends with the with the revelation that the entire movie has taken place in 2001. And the the, 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 the mm. main character of the movie, Robert Pattinson, is inside of the World Trade Center on 9-11. And he <laughs> dies because, because 9-11 happens
0: <laughs> yeah. so
1: so uh uh that that fuck i had a similar feeling today <laughs> i got that feeling again yeah. after 10 years where i was like uh holy <laughs> fucking shit <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i i just put oh my god in the notes for that uh that was that was all i could muster yeah. it was pretty yeah but yeah i,
1: I just oh, I, yeah man. i just said this movie is completely insane <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so uh but it doesn't really stop after that though <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because no. because we pick up with a with a new group of scientists uh the i i guess the main character is uh dr bowen who is uh played by uh nick adams from mm-hmm. uh invasion of Astro Monster uh, uh yeah. and uh uh he, he has a, his assistants Tagami and Kawaji and uh mm-hmm. uh they're kind of like it seems like they're like at like a standstill with their research and stuff. they're kind of unsatisfied with where they're at. And uh uh then kind of meanwhile where we're kind of getting introduced to them, uh we get some stuff where uh there's this feral child who mm-hmm. uh just up and stole this dude's dog like he killed it and he's gonna go eat it and he's like and yeah. the dude is like almost like he's, he's not it's not like he's not upset about it but he, he definitely seems less upset than he should be where he's like yeah, yeah where he's like man yeah that he that kid he just killed and stole my dog to go eat it and it's like yeah. uh, it's like man I feel like you should be screaming this line right now instead of yeah. like <laughs> just
0: going off i would you know i guess it's a pretty bizarre thing so i would be incredulous right. rather than like you know like in grief it would it wouldn't have set in yeah just be like what the fuck <laughs> one thing i want to point right. out before yeah. we get too far into it right is the subs that we were watching yeah you kept using the term waif to describe the kid yeah. who is spoilers frankenstein somehow yeah it, it's 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 uh, the
1: frankenstein yeah
0: yep it's him um and i was like what the fuck is a waif so i had to look it up and it turns out that it's just like some antiquated term for like street urchins so like you know yeah, go. but 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 I learned that th- they were really
1: insistent on using the word waif, which was kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Uh instead of like the the wild child or feral child or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah I, The feral child is definitely more like like like
0: uh yeah, I don't he's know. It's not like a fucking Dickensian street urchin. He's like <laughs> yeah. a you know, he's like a caveman. Right. That's the whole thing. Yeah,
1: but uh uh but yeah, so he's out there eating dogs and uh, yeah, and having a good. Time. Yeah. And and then there's uh, there's also this other scene that completely fucking blew me away where it just cuts <laughs> to these school children running and going, I'm going to be first in <laughs> class. I'm going to it's like, OK, first, the kids don't do that. Kids don't fucking do that. They're not excited for school. At least not over here. Maybe this is a cultural thing. I don't know. But but uh (laughs) but 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 they're they're just stoked going into school. They're running in there, and and then one of them the first one in there stops, and then they all start running away because there's a fucking rabbit pieced out and killed, and there's blood everywhere. Just a just a
0: dead rabbit that's been torn apart. This rabbit's fucking fucked up. Like this is the most fucked up I've ever seen. Yeah any animal like... yeah
1: yeah it's, it is and, and it's like well and, and they very quickly are just like well the waif got to it it's like why are you why do you keep saying wave like why you... yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um so so yeah uh they uh there's like also another scene where like they really are kind of like weaving together uh, uh I, I don't want to be too like scatterbrained but it, the movie kind of is but uh uh they're kind of weaving together these scenes of the 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 three scientists were following and then this fertile child and uh uh there's a scene where the a, 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 a fucking taxi hits the kid and then like he's just mm-hmm. laying there like writhing in pain and then uh uh the 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 lady assistant uh uh her name is hold on, I had it written down uh her name is Taga- tagami uh like th- just throws some food like to him and he's like <laughs> like <laughs> oh, yeah he's like he's like thanks and then and then and then Bowen is like alright enough of that and then they just don't help him further uh <laughs> and and then later on they go to visit the grave of like a friend of theirs I think
0: but No it was the um the girl that died at the Oh right right I like the, the beginning of the movie begins right. with <laughs> or like not begins with, but after the the shocking first ten minutes, right. we then cu- we're in Hiroshima, and there are like you know some people in a radiology right. place they're being treated. Uh, one of them is a child who was born. That's the right. Time that's of right. The bo- bomb drop. It's fifteen years later, so she's like fifteen, and like you know she makes an embroidered pillow for the main yeah. character, and then like they muse about it's to immediately implant in your brain the tragedy of life and like living in a place like Hiroshima after this horrible event and how it can seemingly be like, Oh, there's nothing good that can come from this radiation study to then get us to have hope when something like an immortal heart of a Nazi scientist or whatever uh, (laughs) brings somebody to life and makes them immortal. And they're like, Oh, we got to research this. We got to figure out. You Know what's going on with this? It's very similar to the original Godzilla, right? Uh, and you know what? It's also kind of similar to um, I recently watched as the time of this recording, which I will not say what it is, uh, but I recently watched Shin Godzilla oh. again, not for the show, but just out of leisure. Uh, it has nothing to do right. with the surrounding events of reality, um, and it kind of reminds me like that idea of like. A thing that starts as like, oh well, let's just study it, right? You know uh, the, and then it eventually gets way too out of control, and they're like, okay, this thing might just be immortal. We might not, like <laughs> if we have to kill it, we might not be able to kill right. it. So that that idea uh, is like kind of always been in monster movies, even yeah, all the way back to like 1964, right, or 65 with this movie. So, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I, I thought of that. So yes, that they went to go see the, the right. grave of this uh, young girl who died, right? Uh, because you know they they feel sad. It's a few years after that point. You know, some time passes between, like the first encounter with Frankenstein, and then right you know now they don't i don't think they say it does, yeah but yeah i feel like that that's where it gets
1: kind of confusing and i think i missed that detail yeah. but uh because yeah. because
0: they say it's the anniversary of her death right and yeah. it's like she was just alive a couple scenes ago yeah so it's like okay years must have passed right that right because i'm assuming the movie takes place in 1965 And 15 years from 1945 would have been 1960. This is very nerdy, so I hope that you're all appreciating this. Uh, But, yeah. Anyway, that's the timeline of this movie. (laughs) Again, it it is a very scatterbrained movie right at the start. But, you know, that's why we want to, like, take your hand and and lead you through the plot here of the the first half of the movie, at least. So,
1: uh... So, so after that visitation, though, uh, they encounter the feral boy again in a cave, mm-hmm. uh, and he's the just waif. yeah, and uh, he's he's been uh yeah the waif, uh, and he's just been kind of hanging out <laughs> in this cave for a while, and uh, he's just being harassed by like local people and stuff, and the the and mm-hmm. the the, the, the our protagonists are like, no wait, we're scientists, let us take care of this, come on, and uh, uh they. Uh, bring him back uh to their uh lab slash general hangout spot it looks like a very comfy lab uh yeah, where they're cool. where they're at and uh the, some details come up uh about about the child uh so like uh <laughs> so, so they're immediately just like oh yes yeah, so, well they're like talking to, about their findings and it's like oh yes, yeah, so this is a this is a Caucasian boy uh so it's yeah. a white kid and uh He's got like blue eyes, and uh, uh, they are kind of like you know trying to take care of him and see how he responds to certain like stimuli and everything. They're like having him watch TV and shit, and uh, he's just kind of <laughs> kind of hanging out and enjoying the music and stuff. There's like there's like a dancing like uh, there's like there's like a concert going on on TV and everything, and he starts slamming the tunes uh uh both figuratively and literally because as soon as a guy just starts yelling he just like picks up the tv just throws it out the fucking window (laughs) and uh and and, i don't know and there's and and then after that there's like this whole tense scene where like uh 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 where tagami is just like uh uh you know trying to get him to calm down but then he starts going like crazy because of like the reflection of like her her shiny necklace and uh Mm i don't know it, it just gets all tense and everything everyone's all like on edge because they think like he's just about to fucking rip someone apart in front of them yeah. uh uh just like the bunnies uh that, that he that yeah. he loves yeah. that he loves eating uh mm-hmm. and uh kind of while while we're getting kind of uh, uh settled in with this uh with this uh, frankenstein stuff uh we move to a scene over at an oil field uh where and uh, uh we find that one of the workers there is actually one of the uh people that that delivered uh the heart uh to the scientists uh, back in uh, 1945 Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Shivan Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual formats to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the Gathering. Come along and play! on the Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast. Catch us grumbling about the news every Monday on the Morning DadCast, chatting with industry professionals, and most importantly, teaching our kids just how incredible or horrible 80s and 90s video game and pop culture truly was. All right, what else you got? A Sega Slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> the blast processing was really fast. Why can knuckles fly even?
0: Tie prawn <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> Samurai Pizza Cats but we almost named you Guido Anchovy. <laughs> Doing a Belvedere it requires a set of low hangers.
1: I'm gonna die. <laughs> right here on Greenlit. So we move over uh, to this uh, other scene at an oil field where we find that one of the workers there uh, is is also one of the uh, deliverers of the Frankenstein heart back in
0: 1945. Yeah, the
1: old Nazi heart. Yeah, the old old Nazi Frankenstein heart. And uh, uh, while they're kind of uh, talking some stuff out there and like uh, reading stuff in the news about this feral child, fucking... Uh, an earthquake happens and shit just, just starts getting fucking tore up <laughs> like big yeah. time. And uh, uh, old Baragon's out to play. Uh, and oh, and yeah. I uh, see him peeking. And uh, man, I like uh, I was pretty delighted to see the the monster kind of show up earlier on and stuff. Yeah, I was like, um, oh, yes,
0: yeah, we'll talk about it here yeah. because now both monsters have shown up. Right. This is discuss all monsters, so we have to discuss the monsters. How do you feel about the designs <laughs> of uh, Frankenstein and Barragon. Uh Frankenstein I think is really cool
1: because uh all of his design comes from uh the storyline of the film and stuff like like mm-hmm. he he does look like a weird like radiated like kind of <laughs> fused together uh, uh, uh baby and stuff that like uh, he's revealed mm-hmm. to be and stuff. Uh but then also as he gets larger and stuff and he, and he kind of, uh, embodies this more monstrous form. Uh, the fact that like his, uh, his like caveman loincloth thing is like pretty visibly like, like, like put together out of like animal hides and stuff. And it's just like, Oh yeah, yeah he would have really just cool. like made that himself. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. It like, it all makes sense within the film. Uh, and in like the internal logic of it. Uh, baragon i love because i love baragon i think baragon's adorable uh he's one of my he's yeah he's, he's one of the <laughs> cutest monsters to me i think he looks like a pug but with but yeah. with like bat eyes uh no, bat ears sorry mm. he, with, with like bat ears and like a weird rhinoceros horn and it's like i love yeah, it it's
0: it's, really it's cool. so good yeah Uda, behoove us to not mention that like Nido King from Pokemon was based on Barragon, the design for that. So if you if you haven't seen this movie and you don't know who the hell Barragon is, imagine Nido King. Yeah. And there you go. You got Barragon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really I really think Barragon's awesome. I like the attention to detail that his ears cover his eyes when he's digging. Yeah. You know, to like, oh, keep dirt out of his eyes and that like he tunnels through. The horn is some kind of like powerful pile driver thing because it's all it's glowing uh and he's able to like tunnel through with that and i love yeah i like that frankenstein is like a weird caveman mutant guy instead of like zombie corpse yeah i think that that's really cool and yeah i absolutely love the fact that by the end of the movie he has like a fur cloak instead of the tattered clothes that he has right uh, that somehow somehow grew with him but you know whatever well
1: well, they didn't. Gr-
0: I'll ignore. They didn't. They yeah. didn't
1: grow that much with him. So, like, I was like, I'm, I'm sure. I'm That's, sure he had yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, th- they were stretchy, but yeah. not that stretchy.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's kind. Of, it kind of reminds me of the, uh, you know, the armor and Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, that when Vegeta turns into an ape, it's it stretches along with him. So, you know. All right. So uh,
1: uh, after that point. Uh, we start we start uh, uh following uh the growth of the boy because uh with more protein uh that he he uh uh consumes he starts to get even bigger and bigger and uh they start having to keep him in this giant cage uh, with yeah. uh where he's chained down and it looks like a pretty miserable way to live uh mm-hmm. but but they're, they're still trying to study him and still trying to figure him out uh so the guy from the oil field uh, shows back up uh, at the, uh, the the scientist's uh, hangout pad. <laughs> and uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he tells him about the stories that he used to hear about uh, uh, a boy uh, growing up in the, the ruins of a bombed hospital out from the war. And uh, this causes the scientists to get curious and to... Uh, check out the original doctor from germany and ask him some questions about frankenstein uh so they so they get so they get uh uh, curious and they go and meet uh dr riesendorf and uh they ask him some questions and he tells them that the only way to find out if the boy is frankenstein is to cut off an arm or a a leg and just see if it grows Mm -hmm. back uh which I'll admit my first thought when I heard this line in the movie was that seems stupid. (laughs) Like there's not (laughs) any other way to find out. (laughs) Like, are, are we positive? It it, like, it has to be this, but you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so I mean I guess that is a way to find out. I, I mean know. I mean look,
1: like yeah, it's hey, you know, it's fine. Uh so so the hem and haw about this uh for a bit, and uh, I just want to mention this because I put it in my notes. I love the uh the funny stupid little scene that happens where uh Dr. Bowen is like wearing this like really stupid fucking barbecue apron and he's like yeah. grilling some like burgers or something. Uh it has like almost like no real relevance to like this synopsis I'm doing but I just I just have to mention that like that this happens and it's weird. Uh yeah. <laughs> so so uh,
0: he's, a, he's a grill dad. That's yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Is. So so we see this like kind of timeline of of them kind of taking care of Frankenstein while he's like in captivity and uh there's like some uh some foreshadowing going on with uh the uh braces uh that he's being chained with. Uh and uh 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 uh, tagami saying like uh that that those that those braces are like eating into his skin and everything because they're just so tight because he keeps growing uh there's a scene where uh kawaji is is uh kind of taking care of him by himself and there's a tv crew that barges in on frankenstein and this just causes him to freak out and to start breaking (laughs) shit and he he kills them and he breaks out of his cell and Co- yeah kawaji escapes but but now everyone's like trying to trying to figure out how to how to take care of frankenstein because frankenstein's like just just bugging and
0: uh, uh oh yeah it's very king kong kind exactly like, yeah uh, the second that they start treating him like oh look at this beast that we must take pictures of yeah. you know then it flips out it gets scared by all the flash cameras and then is just it goes berserk uh and yeah, then, I you don't know, they're, they're fucking fucked now. <laughs> like, a couple people get, like, yeah. horribly crushed under <laughs> the destruction. Yeah. Uh, and I do like that later, a little bit later, they're, like, being talked at by, like, uh, officials being like, hey, he caused the death of these people. You you still think that we should kill them? They're like that was an accident. Come on, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? They're right, and also screw those guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. The, the next that's yeah
1: that actually kind of bridges right into to my next point here is that the scientist's negligence is like brought into question, and uh, this is where the kind of other shoe drops on that foreshadowing. Where uh, a couple of like rando dudes, they decide to like have investigate, uh, find that the cuffs, to chain, Frankenstein were actually, uh, uh they, they actually get the wrong idea from, him. and they're like, "Whoa, this is way too loose." Of course, he got he he got out and stuff, but no, it, it turns out they were too small because then they look over and they see Frankenstein's hand severed, mm-hmm. but cr- but like crawling on its own, like fucking uh uh like the fucking uh uh, uh the Adams family. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah and
1: uh uh, uh uh and uh that's also on uh, on the other side of things also proof that he is in fact frankenstein and not just some weirdo kid uh that that uh, has a growth spurt yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so uh so frankenstein starts fucking raising some hell uh, uh he's uh he's eating up hogs on a hog farm uh, uh, he crashes a boat party uh and then uh mm. uh but then there's there's uh uh there's another thing going on because Baragon is also uh, uh waking up and racing some hell. And this is yeah. where we're gonna kind of open up the discussion a little bit and not be so linear with uh the 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 storytelling here because I love that they keep you guessing here. Uh and uh mm-hmm. that they keep our main characters guessing as to uh what frankenstein is actually guilty of uh because like a good frankenstein story everyone is out to get him because that they want that they want to pin all these different deaths and stuff that are happening to him when in fact a lot of them are actually by the by the hand of baragon who is this unknowable kind of uh 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 this force of nature and uh yeah. it's 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 kind of cool to see them kind of mix those two together and stuff because uh 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 you just see those th- them interla- uh, uh, interact and uh overlap those those two overlap. cases and uh uh all the while you're getting like uh you're getting baragon with like these classical uh monster destruction scenes where he's just fucking up this like village and then you have Frankenstein yeah. kind of learning to live on his own, and like trying to hunt like a, like a fucking warthog, <laughs> and and like yeah,
0: oh man. <laughs> and I
1: love that scene where he's like just digging up this like hole. Yeah. And He puts like little broken trees on it and stuff. And then uh, and then later some military comes and finds him. It uh, comes to uh, and and they try to they try to get him, and he runs away. And then a tank falls in that hole that he just set up. Like it's some really cool like like little little like yeah. Uh, uh uh set piece writing and stuff that that's going on there
0: yeah in the in the boar is uh they did not hire a real boar um no sadly they did they, 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 they did better <laughs> they did better than a real boar yes a- ag put his hands together rubbed his little hands I, and I, then can up. <laughs> <laughs> I can create life i can create life and then from than nothing than, like a god yeah. He created a, a very very beautiful boar rig, uh, that would like, go. Uh, it looks like a cuckoo clock or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like it looks like an automated yeah. toy. And so it's a uh, it's, it's a small world after really, all. Boar fucking like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really silly, but it's also like you know th- I love that. Yeah, too. it's great. Uh, as well as like later, there's also another scene later with a horse. Um, <laughs>
1: yes, the horse is so good.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, where it's the it's the only one like Baragon is fucking shit up. Yeah. And like we see Barragona also eats random farm animals. And then there's like one horse in the stable and it's freaking out, and it's clearly not an actual horse. Right. Again, it's like a, a rig. But all the chickens and like pigs and stuff, those were real. Like they had actual footage of those things and then had like baragon like coughing out feathers from all the <laughs> yeah, chickens i, lo- which I, I, thought was I love that visual detail it's so good just, yeah just <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah and then uh like this horse is just flipping oh, out whoa. and fucking baragon just like ramming into it B- baragon is <laughs> baragon good. is so uh,
1: fantastic in this movie like he's just yeah. uh Oh no, he's just such like a weirdly emotive like monster. Like he's he's like in the running for my favorite monster suit so far. Uh, yeah, it's like, a really like, good
0: <laughs> monster. Especially the eyes. I like that they yes. made it so he can look left and yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And
1: they're also like, they're so big that like that that's where like the pug comparison comes in for me. It's like his eyes are so mm. huge and his mouth is kind of like dog-like as well. Uh, he kind of yeah. has a snout going on. Yeah, like I, I would say him... Mm. And then uh, 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 Mothra and and Ghidorah are probably my three favorite monster suits thus far.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. S- sadly, Ghidorah didn't... <sighs> he was kind of done a little bit dirty by that last movie because he just yeah. felt... <laughs> I mean, the whole movie felt like so slapped together. Right. But, you know, that's, sorry guys, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. We don't Frankenstein Conquers the World is better. I'm sorry. It's just it's just a- It's far better. It's far it's better than most movies we've talked yeah. about. Uh, to this It's point. really but, good. But I will say uh, among like this whole scene of like I like how dedicated the scientists are, especially the main couple yeah. to actually like proving and getting proving Frankenstein is innocent yeah. and getting him like safe. You know, they're always like no he didn't do anything bad. Yeah. And like there's doubt zone. Uh, but eventually the the guy who um told them to go to Germany, yeah, you know, uh he comes and he tries to like be like, Oh, I have proof that it wasn't Frankenstein that did this. It was this other fucking right. monster that showed up and started fucking things up. And then they try to tell everybody uh, and they don't believe it because they don't want to believe it. Yeah, you know, They're like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? They just cite all these reasons why it wouldn't happen, uh, even though it is the thing that's happening. It's just easier to blame right. Frankenstein for all the problems because they know that he's there and they haven't seen <laughs> yeah. the <this> other thing <laughs> that's there. Uh, which I think is pretty cool. And then I like the fact that like one of the scientists even eventually does get fed up With, like, all of the time and money that they're wasting to get this. And he's like, fuck this. I'm just going to fucking fuck up Frankenstein and steal his heart. Uh, And he gets a bunch of flashbangs. And uh, then he just summons the underground monster instead of (laughs) Frankenstein. And then screws himself. Yeah, uh, You know, but, you know, I want to say, though, before we get into, like, the final fight, which is absolutely fantastic... One scene that made me laugh, like, really, really hard (laughs) was when Frankenstein is, like, hunting for a bird. Oh, yes! uh, Me, me too! He's giant. He's giant, so he can't, like, make a spear and throw it or make a bow and arrow or anything. So he just picks up a whole tree and hurls it up at the bird. It misses, and (laughs) and then you just cut, like, in the... In a perfect comedic beat. You cut to like these farmers that are like leaving their <laughs> shed, and then a tree just careens from out off the screen and then slams into the fucking house, and they're just like blood-curdling screams <laughs> yeah. of terror as they run away, from <laughs> us, probably not knowing
1: what the fuck happened. Yeah, it's just, and that house motherfucking explodes. Like like it is it is so destroyed by this tree. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, Jenga. no, it, it
1: it is it is the it is so fucking funny. Like that is like some peach, so, so, sorry, some like pitch perfect, uh, uh visual comedy mm. there. Uh, uh, man, this movie's good. good. Uh, but yeah, no, like uh, the way everything kind of weaves together with with Frankenstein and Barragon, and I I I seriously love that. Like one of the scientists is just fed up and starts doubting everything. Is like, no, you know what? We we just need to take some flesh and some in his heart, and then we just need to fucking let them kill him like we just got to fucking get what we need and go uh and uh and honestly like after all that they've gone through and stuff it's like not you know you can't fault him too much for 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 for, for giving up but uh uh frankenstein uh you know i don't know this movie just does such a good job at kind of like uh at at humanizing frankenstein and kind of making you just like root for him and then the way it comes together at the very end is like perfect it's so good so if we want to get into it uh the fight scene is fucking incredible it, it, like it
0: yeah yeah one right. thing i want to say oh, before yeah. <laughs> though like is like the completion of that arc right. of like this guy doubts frankenstein or maybe he doesn't doubt it but is just like fed yeah. up with doing all this running around shit and like wants to just do a quick and dirty job, yeah. like, whatever. Let's just get the fucking heart from him. Uh, And he gets put in immediate danger because he rouses yeah. Barragon, and then is, like, almost killed by all the landslide in this yeah. combat that first bursts out between Frankenstein and Barragon, And then Frankenstein, like, takes time out of the battle to go and save him and bring him yeah. to safety yeah. before, like, going off and doing the final battle. And I think that that's brilliant that The one person that he saves, like, he protects all three of the scientists, but, like, the person that he specifically saves is the guy who doubted him. So it's like, oh, he doesn't hold any kind of grudge because he doesn't understand even that this guy was going to screw him over. But the guy who was going to screw him over understands that and feels regret because of that. It's brilliant yeah. damn it this is brilliant <laughs> sci-fi writing and fucking yeah, telling it, it's, you yeah it's
1: it's really good uh i actually like whenever i talk about the final fight i actually just throw that part in there as well and so it's like cuz that, yeah. that, that that like starts yeah. it off but uh um th- but yeah my favorite shot in the movie is uh is when the uh uh the scientists like the couple like uh are driving away and then they they stop in the middle of this like this like pit, this like per- perfect like like uh, overarching like of trees and stuff and it's like this road in the middle of the woods and frankenstein's in the middle and he's holding their friend and stuff and looks just absolutely pitiful and sad and stuff and just wants them to be safe mm. and have their friend before he has to go and, and, and fight Barragon and stuff and it's like it's such a perfect shot of him just holding kawaji yeah. and stuff uh yeah i i i love it that's like the heart of the film right there in that one like scene mm. uh but yeah and then he goes to fight baragon and uh it, it goes ham like that it is so <laughs> it's so, I'm, I'm so glad this movie doesn't have like 20 minutes of like military firing at at, at, at frankenstein yeah <laughs> uh, like it just, they just skip that part and there's like nah like like let's just oh, let's just so have good. them just fight just duke it out and stuff in the woods and uh 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 they're fighting each other yeah. and fucking like uh like we said earlier like harwin nakajima's having a hard day at work because fucking <laughs> this dude is just like <laughs> yeah yeah the this normal the, guy <laughs> is kicking this him normal the face. guy in a loincloth is just throwing <laughs> rocks at him and kicking him in the face and he, he and then and in a in a part that like Shocked me that they even did this and stuff. He goes to like a cave with like a, a big fire going, and he lights two like giant like trees on fire and stuff, <sighs> and just starts awesome. fucking hitting them. And I'm just like, damn, they're even hitting Haruo and Akajima with torches, like they're they're yeah. endangering this man every day of, of work. And so
0: <laughs> he's just fucking, he's just oh it. yeah, yeah, he's
1: just he's just going like commander hibiki and just fucking like hitting him these two fucking drumsticks with fucking fire on him and shit.
0: But, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's so good. I like that. The final fight is, is such a striking set piece of like, it's a forest overlooking a village at night. The forest is on fire. And like these two monsters are lit up by the fire. It's not like broad daylight on top of a mountain or in a valley or like even in a city or anything like that. It's like, protecting this small village and this this small amount yeah. of people from this monster because the monster has just been like picking off smaller yeah. settlements like it's not going to tokyo or anything like that uh and he's defending these people even though right. like everybody thought he was just an evil yeah. monster before if, if, so. if it's not
1: the best fight scene uh that we've seen thus far in discuss all monsters it's at least the like best looking
0: so far Uh, it is it's so perfect yeah i think it's the best but i like as far as like overall like all this thematic stuff like mashing together but you know the one in gedor the three right is still like really high up there the only the only issue i'll lobby at that one is that godzilla only throws rocks (laughs) the whole time yeah whereas frankenstein throwing rocks this at this point makes sense because he's like yeah uh
1: yeah the uh uh i just hesitate to get too declarative but yeah i fucking adore this Mm -hmm. like like everything like like there's so much like
0: in this fight and stuff it's fantastic but uh uh that's apocalyptic and then ending with like him fucking breaking his neck yes yes He's breaking baragon's neck and then leaving his limp corpse yeah. on the ground and then like the whole mountain caving yeah in. It, it's it's
1: so so good the uh god yeah the, the like the neck sound effect too like oh man the, the, <laughs> it, it's really visceral yeah. like it's a it's it's really it's really cool like i don't know like it, it's it's just such a good like tight movie all the way through uh but but i but i think even at like my height of loving the movie before this point i didn't really expect the conclusion to be this like bombastic and this like like good (laughs) you know so it really floored me once again uh like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. uh... talk about
1: like a fucking pitch perfect first and last 10 minutes of a movie right like like Holy yeah. shit, man! <laughs> like this movie doesn't fucking let go. Uh, yeah, man, I'm so glad we watched the Japanese theatrical version because if we watched this and, and there's and just an octopus showed up, I think we'd be having a very different conversation right now.
0: <laughs> like
1: that's a bullshit. Like, uh, like, what like, like, man, it was it was going so good, and then this octopus shows up. <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah. like and, and we are using the title of that version and stuff but what we actually watched i guess is versus yeah, Barragon yeah. but man what a oh man yeah th- this movie is great like i don't have enough good things to say this is that like like yeah. I, th- that kind of covers it like the fight really is like
0: right up to the end yeah like that he gets swallowed like literally at end by the earth 30 seconds of people saying the moral yeah, of the yeah. story though like
1: uh uh kawaji kind of uh, kawaji brings up uh that uh that frankenstein like is like this this isn't gonna kill him he's gonna like kind of just writhe it like forever under that which sucks like it just it just makes you feel even worse for him that like death is actually like way preferable to what he's gonna experience right now
0: yeah or or become two Mm. weird Mm. hairy guys that will fight each other in the future a few a few episodes from now maybe uh, in and discuss all monsters, so yeah. Needless to say, our overall impression is extremely yeah. positive for this movie. Uh, it's up there, it's definitely in like top five uh, that we've talked about yeah. so far for me personally, you know. Same, yeah. Uh, and and uh, it is sad to think that, like, in a way that I probably still will come away from its follow up thinking it's a little right. bit better, uh, but you know. Either way, I think that they can probably both be viewed uh, as their own, yeah. things and as uh, with their own uh, good and bad points. I really didn't; there wasn't too much that I had to complain about this movie. There is a few, like I don't know, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like I can't yeah. even think of a bad. Like even the like ponderous pacing near the middle, I felt like mm. did a good job of. You know, building up for the finale. Yeah. Like, I like the fact that Baragon is pretty sparse throughout the whole movie, uh, and that the versus Baragon part doesn't happen until like the last ten minutes. Yeah, uh, I think that it was like used well. Yeah. They they held back on that for a fucking reason because it ended up being like this huge climax. Yeah, yeah, it thing. is.
1: Uh, it is a tight ninety minutes. Like, it is. It is. It, yeah. like, uh, just like I mean, I guess I really like the like the bottom line. Really is like that this is the platonic ideal of, of an explode when defeated (laughs) discuss all monsters monster movie is like you, you want to be like this, like this is, this is the baseline. Like you, you want to be this Mm. good or better. And, and this is very good right here too. So like, it's kind of a high bar where we're standing to, but like it's man, like this is what I'm talking about is this movie. Like, fuck. Yeah.
0: It's so good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Sorry, Invasion of Astro Monster. But, um, uh, oh yeah. Frankenstein got your this, ass. Is this one case? Fra- yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein
1: conquers the world shreds. <laughs> I agree with Honda.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree yeah. with Honda there. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for episode 16 of Discuss All Monsters. I've been Wyatt, one of your co hosts. And if you enjoyed this, please, please. Go ahead, follow us on Twitter at EWD podcast, Explode When Defeated Podcast, where you can find all of our updates and hilarious Godzilla-related memes that we're, no doubt, constantly sharing. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. We are having such a jolly good time. Uh, and you can, whenever we have an update to our Patreon or to our, uh, like, a miniseries or you want to know what the next episode's going to be, though that's where you can go for those updates uh if you want to follow me as a person just me alone you can follow me at a wasbranger w-a-z-p ranger uh i post about nerdy shit a lot of cartoons sometimes video games sometimes tokusatsu uh it depends on the days and i make videos too at youtube i make them under the it's only magic label uh it's about cartoons and anime, but mostly cartoons. Uh, just about animation in general. And they're kind of video essays, kind of reviews. They're just cool videos by me, for me, that you can also enjoy. So go check them out there at It's Only Magic at YouTube. Uh, I've got some good ones. I got one about Gurren Lagan that's like 45 minutes long. One about Homestar Runner that's like 25 minutes long you know all these other good ones popular one is craig of the creek if you want to know about craig of the creek and clarence and their connection that you might not know but you may have intuited then you can check that out there at it's only magic and nikki where can we find oh you?
1: me little old me well you can find me at uh anti underscore laser on twitter uh i i tweet uh about uh a lot of things uh Sometimes maybe political, sometimes uh, probably about like music or something. Uh, A lot of times about Mm -hmm. just dumb shit and like Godzilla and video games and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, (laughs) and tokusatsu. (laughs) Um, I'm in uh, two bands. Uh, You can find both both of them at uh, releases under uh, popspirit.bandcamp.com, which is the label I'm a part of with my good friend Hazel and uh, all of our good friends uh the two bands in are uh pedal which is a uh kind of like uh super angry like post-hardcore type of thing uh i've been in that band for like five years and doing stuff and we're working on stuff again and it's gonna be really cool and uh uh the other band i'm in is uh called burned in which is uh way more experimental and adventurous and uh, uh can kind of take on whatever form and uh i do that with my friend hazel and uh uh uh, I think it's uh, really good stuff. So, i mean, uh, just uh, check out those bands if you want uh, and uh, uh, check out all the other releases in Pop Spirit as well. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't really do too much else other than this very show and uh, managing the Patreon uh, where you can find uh, off topic podcasts, uh, uh, find uh, mini series that we're doing exclusive for patrons, and uh, you can find that in all the tiers and all the. Uh, information on uh, how to access uh, those uh, secret shows and uh, uh, exclusive uh, material uh, at Patreon uh, at uh, patreon.com/slashtheswordunfitted,
0: and uh, I think that should do it. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, for one dollar you get the off-topic show. Uh, right. You, you get all of the previous off-topic shows before that, so you can go through and listen to what were we doing right at the beginning of quarantine. What's right. going on there? Yeah. You know, if yeah. you want to figure that out, then check that out. We also have all of our miniseries that we've been doing up to this point, um, including mostly just Common right. Rider at this point. But eventually we will do things like Paul Verhoeven movies. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Other things that are, like, B-tier movies, but yeah. with, like political commentary basically yeah. like what we're doing here but you can only get those if you donate five dollars per month at patreon uh, and you get that and the the weekly off-topic podcast shit shooters <laughs> so check those out definitely throw us a couple bucks throw us one buck and you get a fucking free podcast it's, it's yeah. all you need you know? exactly come on Check it out, or throw us five bucks so you can listen to all the work that we put into the mini series that we've been doing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that will be it for this episode. Next time, join us as we scourge the briny deeps depths of the the ocean, and uh, it's Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. <laughs> oh
1: man.